undertow Takes me where I need to go I pay heed to your words no more And I go with the undertow Peaceful Valley, Spokane, Washington, two guys. The first, Kiwi Neff, feels Everyone is mad at him. His girlfriend about to have his baby is mad at him. His daughter is mad at him. He's mad at himself. The second guy, he's in worse shape. Standing on top of the Monroe Street Bridge, looking down, down to the swollen Spokane River. He's been here before, but this time, this time he's going to do it right. Doesn't think about the water, closes his eyes tight, 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 takes that last final step into nothing. He's underwater before he realizes he doesn't want to die, but it's too late. The angry river, broken leg, broken shoulder, broken man, slam against rocks and trees and dirt. And all he can do between mouthfuls of water is scream. TV Neff is on the riverbank and hears that scream. Now, he had a powerful voice. He definitely wanted to live. His cry for help was strong. And so I went and grabbed my bike, and, and I rode up, and I, I got to this vista at the old brass finder's place, and I could see the guy in the water. And I thought, that guy's dead. What's your plan? My plan was to, A, um, not die trying to rescue this guy, and B, try to rescue this guy. And that was about really all I had for a plan. So you see him moving? Moving really fast. There's a whole lot of water moving quick. Honestly, I really thought this guy was a goner. The Spokane River takes a lot of people, and he's in the middle of it, hanging on to a dead branch. I'm going to let's go. I scrambled up the riverbank, got back on my bike, headed downstream, and I got to this footbridge that they have. There's people around with ropes and buoys on the end of them. And I'm going, yes, yes, right on, you know, cool. I came up to this guy with a rope on my bike, and I said, he's coming. Try to catch him at the bridge. He was turning his back to me as he answered me, saying, that won't work. And I'm telling him he's coming right now. I mean, not tomorrow, not in one minute. He's coming right now. There was an instinctive moment I wanted to clock the guy and take this rope from him and try to save the guy. And then this was like all of a millisecond because I'm my adrenaline's running. I'm I'm in overdrive, and I mean it just must have been one split second later that he just went floating right by them, and they probably felt pretty stupid. Kiwi knows this river leads to a falls. And if you go down the falls, it's all over. I took off like a jackrabbit as fast as I could. I got to where I got, and sure enough, he's flowing just like the river flowed. And he's, that's when he's coming to that wide area where it slows down. This is a place I can go in after him. I can take, a, I can take the chance. So you're thinking, it's now or never. I've got to go in, or I'm not going to go in at all. Yeah, absolutely. This was the last chance. This was no man's land. So you're like, you're ready at any moment to strip off, naked, and go into the water. That was the hard part, because I knew I might end up being naked in front of a bunch of people, and I didn't really want that. 
And I was working myself up to that going, this person's gonna die. You're gonna have to, and I don't wear underwear. So I was going like, you are gonna be butt naked. You know, if you go in after this guy, and I was like, that's it, I don't care, I'm gonna be butt naked. Okay. At this point, I have a spot I'm going after him, and I hear somebody yelling from a long ways off, "Don't go in!" And then they're and they're running, and they, I hear it again, "Don't go in! We'll have true drowning victims." And I'm like, "No, you know, I'm going in after this guy." I went in after him, um, racer dive, swam up to him as fast as I could, and stopped about five feet from him, and I aggressively said to him, don't touch me. Don't touch me. And he said, I can't move. And I said, that's, that, that, turn on your back. Because he was facing me and I'll pull you in by your shirt. It's cold. Yeah, it's really cold, but I'm not feeling the cold at all. I'm not, I'm in two, I'm in shock kind of with this guy. But I'm swimming really hard and the channel with his rapids was quickly coming up. The shore was just moving fast. So I was kind of like, oh no, you know, this is, I don't know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. The fire department, the guy who had the rope and the buoy, caught up to us and threw us a rope. Oh, let's like, grab that rope. Grab that rope. He was able to grab the rope. They brought him in and Rescue personnel were all coming, running, charging really fast at that point. He was incoherent, he couldn't talk. He was a big guy. It took 10 men to get him up from the riverbank. There was some nice guy there that asked me if I wanted my clothes. I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and I left. I just. You know, I was like, well, okay, time to go. How'd you feel? I was pretty high after because it was like, I didn't blow my own horn at all. I didn't, I didn't have to. Everybody comes up and the news crews are calling and all these people, yes, he's amazing. He's a great guy. <laughs> are you proud? I'm proud for, you know, people that can say, that love me and care about me and say, you know, my father did this or my friend did this. But uh, myself, more humbled by the whole experience because in a way, you know, this guy giving me the opportunity to go in there and save him has helped me tremendously, you know. So in a way, this guy saved my life. Big thanks to Kiwi Math. That story was produced by the Uber producer himself, Mark Ristich, and Pat Masidi Miller. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.